Hello and welcome to the African Tech Roundup episode 88. This is where we round up the week's most important tech, digital and innovation news from across the African continent. My name is Andile Masugu and as I indicated on the show last week, the team at the African Tech Roundup is on break till January the 2nd. So that means I won't be delving into the week's biggest tech and innovation headlines. But what I will be sharing is another sneak preview uh, from season six of the African Tech Conversation series, which launched last week. Now, this week's African Tech Conversation is with Aline Blaubois, who is managing partner at both TBL Mirror Fund and Safaricom Spark Venture Fund. But before I share moments from my chat with Aline, I must acknowledge GoDaddy for sponsoring season six of the African Tech Conversation series. Now, GoDaddy makes registering domain names fast, simple, and affordable. They're the world's largest domain registrar, trusted by over 13 million customers around the globe, and they provide everything you need to get your business set up online, including award-winning 24-7 support. Now, to save 30% on a new domain name or to use any of their other services, go to trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. Again, that's trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech to save 30%. But for now, it's on to this week's African Tech Conversation Sneak Listen, which, as I said earlier, is drawn from an in-depth chat I had with Aline Blaubois, who is managing partner at both TBL Mirror Fund and at Safaricom Spark Venture Fund. Now, Aline's worked in the venture capital and private equity sector in both Europe and Africa for the last 14 years or so. Uh, she's gained loads of experience with new investments and portfolio management, as well as negotiation and structuring of investment rounds, as well as deal flow generation. Now, her latest undertaking is something called Africa Tech Ventures, uh, which is a fund focused on investing in and accelerating the growth of disruptive tech-enabled startups and businesses in sub-Saharan Africa. Now, Aline and her team at Africa Tech Ventures are currently in the process of fundraising, and they're on the lookout for investors interested in collaborating with them. Do take a listen. So in 2005, when you first came to the continent, you first came to Kenya, um, it wasn't the popular thing to do to set up shop on the continent. Um, was it your international experience that uh, would lead you to do that and, and recognize the importance of doing that? And the second question I'd like to add on to that is um, what sort of challenges have you had uh, really for all intents and purposes being an outsider uh, uh, and, and, and I suppose at this point growing to becoming an insider quite literally, particularly when you consider your, your work with Safaricom and this new fund, mm -hmm. relatively new fund? Yeah, so the reason for setting up shop locally um was really, uh, and still is, I mean, so I'm sort of still consider myself locally and at least my team is all there. Because if you want to invest um, uh, hands-on into businesses, you have to be close by um, and, uh, you know, have, have to be very accessible and understand the market they're operating and, and uh, you know, have, have, a, have a good network there uh, so you can assist. I think it's very tough to, to invest um, you know, from from outside, unless you have a really good uh, co-investor uh, that understands the local dynamics. Challenges to to set up, I think, yeah, it just takes time to really, really understand uh, and build your network, understand the lo local market, and 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 you know, um, and, and build the network. So you know, every, with every investment done. And all the years passing, you know, you continue learning. 
and um, and and some of those lessons wouldn't have been there if, if you'd already been been in the market for a while. Uh, on the other end, you know, I had the, the advantage of to already know have, know uh, the investment side, so I've seen, uh, you know, Kenyans setting up funds. Uh, you know, at least having the advantage of understanding the local dynamics, but then they they learned all the lessons of of investing. So yeah, so there's always lot, lots lots of challenges and lots to learn. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, on my end, um, just some of the uh, levels of um, corruption and fraud in, in, in all areas uh, definitely um, was um, very new to me and. Um, and I think I had I had to, um, yeah, change the, my, my the way of of always you know trusting people, <laughs> uh, and and really. Yeah. Did you have to become more street Definitely. smart? Yeah, which is uh, at a certain stage I I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like to build in processes where you always have to think through. Okay, but what if this happens? <laughs> and uh, my dad calls it the human element, where you have to strategize to counter the human yeah. element. And, and that's, of course, <laughs> you, you have that in every in every country, but just the way the way uh, things happen are, are different in every every region. So um, so that that that's the lesson that those are the lessons uh, learned. Then, um, yeah, and, and coming to um, um, Safaricom. So we're actually I'm, I'm uh, working on two uh, uh, Two initiatives on sort of early stage investment at the moment. Uh, so one is is um, has, is evolving out of Safaricom Spark. So we um, uh, two years ago were asked by Safaricom um, to pitch for managing their um, pilot corporate venture fund, and um, uh, because TBL Mirror Fund was fully invested and had always. Uh, been interested to move into more early stage and, and more technology oriented investments uh, took up the challenge and it really helped us learn a lot uh, about investing in the space uh, and it ha- and it helped us learn a lot about investing um, uh, you know from a corporate venture fund uh, with uh, you know working with a corporate um, where there are lots of um, lots of added value. So in terms of really um, very quickly understanding um, uh, cert- certain business models um, and uh, sort of uh, you know having access to people within Safaricom to to sort of um, yeah see how they operate and and think of how it can benefit them and what they can do and and yeah the power of that kind of um, added values is great and, and, and also yeah, the, basically being able to almost get into ev- every deal uh, if you bring that kind of uh, connection. Uh, on the other hand, I think some, some deals we couldn't get in because, because Safaricom is also not always no, you know, known as, as a nice, uh, nice party. So, um, so that's been, been very interesting and uh, following the pilot now being sort of coming to an end, our conviction is that there, that there is certainly a need for, um, uh, for a larger fund doing these kind of early stage investments in mobile technology. But if you want to do it well, it needs to be at a much bigger scale of a fund and also wider reach outside of Kenya, because most businesses will, uh, if they want to scale, they have to scale outside of Kenya and you have want to be able to, to um, 
uh, provide the the network to do that. So wait, the Safaricom, so the Safaricom Spark Fund is limited to um, to Safaricom's footprint, whereas uh, the TBL Mirror Fund, um, I believe, you guys are in at least three three different countries. Yeah, so TBL Mirror Fund was was yeah ICT healthcare consumer goods in East Africa, uh, but we ended up investing in Kenya, Uganda. Um, so so now the new fund we're setting up is called Africa Tech Ventures, which will invest um, in mobile technology companies um, in East Africa, but also in uh, Nigeria and South Africa, if those businesses have plans to expand to East Africa. And this is TBL Mirror Fund uh, backed? No, it's a new fund. This is a totally se- separate fund. Yeah, so it would be my follow-up fund after TBL Mirror Fund, but it's a different name because my co-managing partner is different from the one in TBL Mirror Fund. You know, you raised some interesting things um, in, in your in your previous statement um, that made me curious. I mean, I'm often quite skeptical of uh, corporate-led venture funds because I, I, I really, in many, in many instances, they really are just um, token PR gestures. Um, and... And, and in some case, like you say, they can they can have a, a negative impact in terms, at least in terms of um, uh, perception issues in the marketplace when you are going hunting for investment. Compare and contrast, really, how your role as managing partner is different in managing the expectations of some uh, of of your partners in the in in, in on, you've got like Safaricom on one hand, and then you've got like you said the 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 overseas, mostly overseas um, individual investors that you brought on board for TBL. What are some of the challenges day to day in managing their expectations, in managing um, the direction they, they'd like you to take, uh, their interests, what they'd like to get out of a, a, a situation beyond a successful exit, hopefully at some point, um, and, and managing the soft issues of those relationships. What would you say are some of those challenges? Let me into your world as a managing partner of, mm-hmm. of two quite different funds in that yeah. respect. Yeah, and that's a very good question. And, and I think uh, my answer will also uh, tie into the fact that we are now uh, talking to Safaricom about investing in this new fund we're setting up as one of the investors and not um, continuing a relatively small corporate venture fund. Um, so, so Safaricom, when they um, set up this fund, uh, it, it, it's, um, it's set up out of their innovation department um, with the aim to uh, play a different role in, uh, uh, in startup world in Kenya, where they um, are always being uh, they're approached by lots of companies who want to work with them or have to integrate into M-Pesa. And, uh, and and they really uh, were not uh, very well known for those interactions. So either very inaccessible, really difficult to integrate uh, technologies. And then, you know, very often people felt that they, uh, um, you know, uh, they went to Safaricom to then see Safaricom launch something com- competitive. So stealing their idea. So they wanted to um, to change um, their the perception of the market and also um, benefit more, um, you know, if they would would then improve their uh, their actions towards these companies um, to for those that were really successful to also benefit. Um, so um, 
so that's that's why they were set up initially. Uh, so when we started, when you know, talking to um, uh, the IC, so first of all, you know, um, in, with the corporate, so you know, sometimes people come and go. So there were were a bit of changes uh, internally, um, where uh, which might change or the way that people uh, look at the fund. Um, and uh, and 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 the dynamics within the corporate also also change. So along the way, um, we felt that indeed sometimes the fund, we, you know, was used for PR reasons um, or, or corporate social responsibility. And uh, and and so the challenge you have is that they try to change the mandate of the fund. So luckily we had you know, documented that very well and and documented the process also very well um, to ensure that um, yeah we didn't risk to to you know do our due diligence on on companies and then and then coming to the Safaricom I you know dominated IC where they suddenly said well actually now we want. To to, you know, to do all, all these different things. And I mean, that would have been significant uh, reputational risk for you, uh, given your, your uh, essentially a disciplined in investment operator. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, um, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, I think have been uh, challenges. Um, and I think also has made it really interesting to sort of understand how corporates look at this and how people are motivated. And in the end, you know, they all, uh, yeah, don't want to lose their jobs. And, <laughs> and so it's, it's really interesting just to, to see. And, and, I, and on the other hand, to see that overall, actually, most uh, most companies are really interested because of Safaricom. You know, they're really interested because, you know, we're involved and we provide all this added value, but also the added value from Safaricom. So what we what and the strength of the brand, yeah, the strength of the brand, and um, and also so companies coming from uh, outside of the region actually want to exp- start in in Kenya, where they say, well, if we can start with a partner like Safaricom, you know, with the scale yeah. they provide and the yeah. access to the, to to yeah. and the established access to to markets, yeah. etc. Well, the rest of that conversation is certainly worth a listen and is available right now on africantechroundup.com. You can also find the series on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and basically any other good podcatcher out there when you search for African Tech Conversations. And of course, many, many thanks to GoDaddy for sponsoring this season of African Tech Conversations. Remember that you can buy your own domain name, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools and save 30% at trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. That's trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. And so that's it for this week. Do join me again next week and um, for another two weeks this festive season uh, on africantechroundup.com uh, where we'll be dropping at least two more sneak listens from the African Tech Conversation series. Uh, but for now, I'm Andile Masugu. Until next time, do take care, Africa. <laughs>